Welcome to the O-Crit Podcast, the show that brings improv and fantasy roleplay together from the minds of the improvisers of the O-Crit Improv Show. You can find more information about this podcast and our improv group on our Facebook page, O-Crit the D&D Improv Show, and email us with feedback about this podcast at ocritpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back. You've joined us once again in the lands of Ravenloft with your favorite group of adventurers as they set off on a journey into the basement of the Death House in Piss Off Ghost. All right. I think we should check one of the doors and make our way around. Uh, yeah, let's just follow the wall to the right. Yeah. Just hit them so, in, in order. To the right or to the left? Uh, the left, sorry. The left, okay. Yeah. Uh, that first room right there. The door's unlocked, and it is, again, very dusty, even dustier than the third floor. Whereas the third floor looks like a house that has been just left unattended for a long while. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks like a house that has never been upkept. So this is, this is like official spooky mansion zone now. Yeah. Okay. In this room, there's a small bed, a nightstand, a little stove, you got a writing desk, a wardrobe, and a rocking chair. There is also a doll in a lacy yellow dress with a big smile on its face. Cobwebs are coming over it, making it look like a wedding veil on the stall. Aw, she's real cute. (laughs) (laughs) That feels way into it. I would like to check out the writing desk. Roll an investigation check. Eight. Eight. No, Um, uh, sorry, six. Six. (laughs) Even worse. Appears to be empty. I was just going to give this writing desk a once-over, see if there's any cool papers or anything on it. Can you read, Osric? Yeah, I can read. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I read the letter last time. Oh, that's right. You did such a good job. I can't find anything, but... It was investigating, right? Yeah. Two. Two. You actually break the hand of the, yeah. the, the, little, the drawer of the... Lighter touch there. Do you want this? No. Let's <laughs> no. gently put it on top of the... Oh, the desk. I think we could probably get a... You could probably drop the stone. Oh, yeah. Drop the stone. In the Based bed. on what we've seen in the house. <laughs> yeah, it lands with a deep thud and, like, breaks the floor. Uh, what else was here? Stove, a bed, a writing desk, um, a creepy doll, a wardrobe. Wardrobe. A creepy doll. Ah, uh, oh, she's so cute. <laughs> yeah, the smiling doll in the yellow dress it's with like the cobweb like, thing. It's yeah. like she's getting married. Uh, I'd like to check the wardrobe. That's so cute. Yeah, you easy enough. You, it's it's empty. There's just dust. Is there any like ink and paper on the writing desk? No. Okay. I was gonna write an apology note for breaking their desk, but. Uh, as the resident historian in the party, I would like to check over that desk and see if there's anything worth noting. For sure. <laughs> Gonna investigate it? Yeah, investigate that. That's 14. 14. You, you're, you're pretty confident now. There's, there's nothing of note in Great. this desk. Great, no notes. Nailed it. Yeah. Here we go. Out the room, into the next desk. Before you do that, the door slams shut. Oh, perfecto! Yeah. Try to lock it. Ah! It, <laughs> it is locked. Cool. 
Hmm. I get down on the floor and look under the door to see if there's any feet. Roll a perception check. So, 13. 13. Looks quick. All right. Are you uh, going to try and unlock, or am I going to try and unlock? I'll try it. 17? 17, yeah. Comes right unlocked. Okay. On to the next room. You gotta, you head out, you do a quick glance back, and you see that the big heavy stone is just sitting now on the floor. The floor's no longer broken. This is a self-repairing house. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's also real spooky. Uh, yeah, the next door. Next door. Going down this one here. Yep, going down right. the line. Door again, not locked. Into the ghost chamber, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door, and you see a bunch of sheets over all sorts of furniture. Chairs, coat racks, mirrors, people-shaped things. Everything in these dusty white sheets. There is an iron stove you can see that's not covered with a sheet. I take a look at the stove. Is there anything in the stove? In the stove, you see the the remains of just some like char- some coal basically that have been in it, some wood, some embers that have been in it long, long ago. Okay. Do you want to pull the sheets? I'm going to summon an unseen servant. Oh, nice. And I'm going to have that servant begin removing sheets and cleaning the room. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, the sheet uh, it goes around, uncovers chair here, chair there, some coat racks. The people-shaped ones are mannequins. Dress mannequins, so they don't really have a head. Mm. And he starts, like, kind of using those those sheets, and you can see some dust and sweeping. And, and this is all even kind of creepier, because the servant is unseen. <laughs> These sheets and things just start moving by themselves. Yes, this is not helping. <laughs> no, he's doing um, a great job. You're doing a great job on so the So the dress forms that were had sheets over them... Yeah. They don't have heads. They do not have heads. But when they had sheets on them, did they have heads? You can't really tell. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you do notice uh, uh, the unseen servant lifts something up, and there is a chest. Oh, we should look at that. Yeah, that seems important. <laughs> I will check for trap. 22. 22. No traps. All right. I asked the servant to open the chest. Yeah. The servant opens it up. Nothing happens. What's in the chest? A skeleton. <gasps> That's not where those go, traditionally. Is, is it like a big skeleton or like definitely a child? It is It is an adult-sized, not full skeleton, still uh, much more along to skeleton than the corpse in the woods. Yeah. But it is, you know, that decaying, long-decaying corpse. Smells good. Any clothing on it? Yeah, um... Looks like would have been like a nursemaid. Okay. Race? Well, Caratel looks hu- humanoid. Okay. As you can tell. So. So they probably killed the nursemaid and yeah. put her in the attic. Anyone would like to can make a medicine check if anybody wants to? I can do that. 21. 21, yeah, you can tell there are multiple stab wounds, mm. and it looks like not just two or three stab wounds, but like 
30 plus stat wounds. Oh. I don't know how you guys didn't notice this. They're 30 plus stab wounds. Because I'm not looking at it anymore. <laughs> I have literally turned around. It would have been the, the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that many stab wounds, that was personal. Um, I tell my unseen servant to take the body downstairs and lay it in the bed where in the room where we found the uh, ghost. Okay. It struggles a little bit, but it's it's dragging. There's just a corpse being dragged, but it's sweeping as it's dragging. So he's using he's doing double damage. Um, that's not really what I had in mind. I wanted something a little more respectful. Uh, okay, yeah, it can it, it take it can the idea is respectful. It starts to do that, and you can correct it, and it has great. respect for the carries and all that. They um, nailed it. But as it was being dragged on the floor, a little kind of note pops out. Huh. And it's basically like a quick scribbled like diary entry. Um, and it just says that this drums in the deep. Yeah, this is the uh, it was the family's nursemaid. She and Gustav had an affair, and she thought he said he was he was gonna leave her and or leave his wife, and she would you know be there for the family. She was locked into this room. Then she it kind of scribbles off. She's like, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Yeah, so, uh, we can't get out. So, so big time murder? Yeah. Classic crime of passion. Let's keep moving. Is, <laughs> those okay. children are also probably ghosts, yeah? Oh, yeah. Is this, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, definitely ghost children out on the street? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's starting <laughs> to make more sense. What's keeping us... But we saw a ghost and it didn't look like those children. That's true. And they looked like them in the portrait. Not not a spooky. Yeah, that's what they looked like when they were alive. Oh, all right. So they're definitely creepy though. So well, like you sure get those creepy. points. <laughs> all right, but there's no way they didn't know this house was like super haunted. No, they suck. Yeah, like, they still suck, right? They're jerks. <laughs> Those children yeah, are yeah. The babies might, the baby the baby might, might not, not be But those kids, definitely 100% jerks for tricking yeah. us into coming into this house. I completely Absolutely. This yes. creepy haunted yeah. house. Yeah, they I, suck. Yeah. Okay, cool. At least we're all in agreement there. Should we go to the next room? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. You go to the next room. You try the door on your way out of this room. Mm-hmm. It sticks for a second, but you're able to open that. Okay. Just really old. And the next door opens opens right up. You see another stove in there, a small desk, and a single bed. Oh, okay, so somebody lived here. Who the heck is putting bedrooms up in an attic? I don't know. They don't, apparently, they don't like people to be comfortable. Attics are like the least comfortable place in a house. What's yeah. an attic? How do we know this is an attic? Because attics smell like attics. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a distinct attic. There's an odor. Yeah, and I can, yeah. I get, I don't, you know what? That's gonna ruin my day. <laughs> yeah, but like philosophically, what is what an is attic? An attic? <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's check this room. It's the same, to, so very similar to the other room. There's just not really anything in there. Tight. All right, let's let's move on to the next. The next. The next door. That door is locked. Since I am a handy dandy locksmith, it's true. You're handy and you're dandy. What a handsome fellow. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Not quite. Can't quite get it. I'm gonna try and pick the lock. With uh, your shoulder. Yeah. 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 Okay. I cheer you on. You can do it, Osric. Put your shoulder into it. Uh, Maybe I can't do it. 11. 
11. You go and you get a good start and you feel the door splinter and you see it reform right now. That's cheating door. <laughs> that door's a jerk. What if you try to pick the lock with your sword? Jump, like drop it down? Uh-huh. Is, that, is that what you're asking? Yeah, maybe it's better than your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm just going to start halberd hacking <laughs> sure. at this door. Give me an attack roll. Uh, 19. 19. You cleave through the locking mechanism, the door handle, and you see it, like, start to kind of climb up the wall, but you're able to just, like, put your hand in and open the door. <laughs> no! And it just falls down <laughs> in planks on the floor. Not a game door. And you see in this room, to your left is a dollhouse that looks similar to the Uh-oh. house you're in. You see two beds. There's a bricked up window. The toy chest with windmills painted on its side. A dollhouse that's a perfect replica of the dreary edifice of the house in which you stand. Everything draped in cobwebs and in the middle of the floor are two small skeletons wearing tattered but familiar clothing. Oh no, they were definitely ghosts. Friggin' ghost And kids. the smaller of the two carries a little stuffed doll. Oh. And you think back, and it was uh, the same doll that Thorn had oh. outside. Aw, they're real dead. Uh, Chadwick takes out his loot and begins to play a slow dirge. Uh, do a performance track. With advantage. 22. 22. That's real nice. As real cries a little bit. Yeah. Well, Wipe a tear on the eye. I move on. <laughs> I put the bodies. Have my uh, servant, who I hope has returned from downstairs. Sure. Uh, have uh, it put the bodies back into these beds and cover them with uh, sheets. Okay. Is able to do so. I check out. Can you open the dollhouse? The dollhouse closed. Can you um, look into it? Yeah. Roll a perception check. Well, fifteen. Fifteen. That's just what you're, just what you needed. You see a whole bunch of stuff in there. You start noticing that there are some secret passages in up on basically every level. Uh, you already saw the one on the level that led up to here on the third floor, right. but there's some secret passages and secret rooms on the first and second floor. Here in the attic, there is something that appears to lead from the attic down past all of the floors. But as you're touching and you're kind of rooting through and just searching everything, on the beds, as you're playing Chadwick, two spectral figures rise up from the skeleton. You recognize them as Rose and Thorn. They look similar to how you saw them outside, but spectral and ghost-like. Thorn says, stop touching that. I did not give you permission to touch my dollhouse. That is ours. Sorry. Sorry. I just liked it so much. Chadwick well, stops playing and goes, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and Thorn goes, ah! <laughs> Who are you people and why are you here? You don't remember asking us to come here to save your mother and father? And Rose, uh, Rose goes, ah! Not again. This house keeps doing that. Keeps on... Hello, I know you're not expecting my voice right now, but I'm here to summarize what happens with the rest of this episode. Due to technical difficulties and unforeseen events, we lost the majority of this episode. But fear not, I'm here to tell you exactly what happened. We ended the episode abruptly with a conversation between Rose, Thorn, and the party. 
This goes on for some time and is filled with fun, laughter, and mirth, as you would expect in a death house. Now, the adventurers feel sorry and take pity on the children, who claim that their parents are captured by an evil monster in the basement. Usually at this point, a parent would tell their children that it's all in their head and to go back to bed. But the party is speaking to two ghosts, and it is the death house. And so the party decides to take it very seriously. They talk with Rosenthal and agree to take their bones down to the crypts in the basement while fighting a monster. Putting on a brave face, the adventurers leave the two and head down the stairs to the second floor to rest. While resting, the party debates the merits of actually defeating the monster, possibly being killed, or dropping the bones and running. Thus far, no loot has been found. But the two children were so sweet that the party decides maybe this time they'll fight the monster. After the rest... The party decides to descend into the basement, following down into a creepier and creepier atmosphere. Chadwick notices something along the wall. When he turns to tell the party what he's found, he's gone, sucked into a trap. The party turns around to find Chadwick missing. At this point, there's some debate as whether or not they should leave Chadwick where he is or continue and find him as well. The party decides to search for Chadwick. Along the wall, they find a hidden switch. But unfortunately, this is another trap. The stairs become a slide, and the party begins to slide down the stairs. But Osric, quick thinking as ever, grabs the sides and stops the party from descending. All except for Pilfer, who slides between his legs, down into a dark, dank basement. The party, not wanting to leave Pilfer alone, since they'd just lost Chadwick, decides to follow down with them, and the slide is fun anyway. Once in the basement, they collect themselves and begin to search. As you would expect in a place called the Death House, it is a very creepy basement, filled with crypts and rooms that, that had been deserted for years. Tables, chairs, beds, all sorts of accoutrement. They find an odd rubber ball that appears to be magical, and they also find some other items too. A cloak, a rope, and other potentially magical items. While investigating one room, they find a well. The well is covered, but they can hear something coming from down in the well. The party goes to search into the well and find a humanoid figure upside down in the well. When they pull the figure out, it's none other than the doppelganger, Elsa. Well, 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 Elsa, how many lives do you have? Not wanting to be rude, Elsa explains that while the group was at the party after the show, she was lured away by a wandering squirrel. Most people would probably look the other way. It's a squirrel. They're woods. Not Elsa. She's a druid. Elsa follows the squirrel, and the squirrel lures her into a trap. The squirrel is a doppelganger and knocks her out, and she wakes up in the death house, clinging to life. Most of the party at this point is pretty sure she's still a doppelganger. Elsa knows she's not a doppelganger, but that is yet to be resolved. The party, having gained a further adventurer and possible friend, continue on into the rest of the scary, creepy dungeon and find a room that was once used as a kitchen. Feeling greedy, Pilfer decides to look up into the chimney because sometimes people hide things there. And indeed, something was hidden there. A Grick. The Grick decides to attack the party, and a fight ensues. The Grick manages to hurt a couple of the members of the party, but they dispatch it eventually. Now on edge, knowing that that could not have possibly been the monster they were talking about, or secretly hoping that was the monster they were talking about, they decide to find the crypts. And they do indeed find the crypts where the children would be laying. They lay the bones reverently in the crypts and lock them away. Then they decide to continue their search for their dear departed Chadwick and the monster they must now face. And that is the end of the episode.
Once again, we'd like to apologize for the inconvenience of losing this episode. Please continue to listen to further podcasts as they will be released regularly every second Thursday, starting with Thursday, August the 8th. Thank you for listening.